Welcome to London Riverside Church Podcast. We hope you have a great day. Sit back, relax and enjoy. Brilliant. Well, everybody, I'm really excited and honoured to get to speak with you today as we continue our series through the Alpha course. So really excited to share that with you, whether you're in the room, in the overflow or watching online. I'm really believing that God has something to share with every single one of us today that he would love to encourage us with and maybe even challenge us with as well. I know there's been so many great discussions happening based on the Alpha course through our connect groups and also through Alpha and the discussions that have been taking place on the Wednesday evenings here at church as well. So we really hope that you've been making the most of those and I really want to encourage you today. If you haven't been going to Alpha but you've got more things you want to talk about, head to Alpha on Wednesday, go and join them. It's not too late to join and if you're not part of a connect group then we really would encourage you as a church to get involved in a connect group so that you can delve into these questions a bit deeper, not just get to hear about them on a Sunday. But as I say, today we're continuing in the Alpha series and the specific question that we're focusing on today is how can I have faith? How can I have faith? Maybe it's worth us today, just for a moment, thinking about what does faith mean to us? Really, faith is all about how we trust in God. Really, it's all about whether or not we would call ourselves a Christian. Now, I don't think we should be people that just say, I'm a Christian, and we just call ourselves a Christian by name only. But I really believe that being a Christian is so much more deep than that. Rather than just saying, I'm a Christian because I was brought up in a Christian household, I wonder if you've actually made that decision for yourself. Rather than just saying, I'm a Christian because I was born in a Christian country, I wonder if you have made that decision for yourself. We don't just want to be people that just say, I'm a Christian or I've got faith, just because that's something that we say. But we actually want to be people that call ourselves Christians because this is something that we believe in our hearts to be true. We believe that Jesus is the one that we have faith in. Faith should be something that we feel in our hearts and also our work in our actions as well. Some of us may wonder, well, I don't know exactly when I became a Christian because some of us may have been brought up in Christian homes and we know that at one point we weren't a Christian, but maybe along the way we kind of decided to follow Jesus, but we're not sure exactly when that point was. And that's okay. As long as you know at one point you were not a Christian and now you are a Christian, then that is okay. If at one point you didn't have faith, but now you know you do have faith, then that's brilliant. C.S. Lewis actually phrased it like this. He used this analogy. If you're on a train from Paris to Berlin, some people know the exact moment that they cross the border. Other people might have been asleep. They don't know when they cross the border. But what matters is that you know you are in Berlin. (laughs) And what matters is that you know you're a Christian now if that's what you would like. So I wonder today if you would count yourself as a Christian. I wonder today if you would say that you have got faith. 
Faith is all about trusting in Jesus. And trust is something which we execute every day. When you sit on the chair, you're trusting that the chair is not going to break when you sit down. When I go and open my front door with the key, I'm trusting that the key is actually going to open the front door and that Tola has not changed the locks while I've been out. I'm trusting that the key is going to work. We trust things every day and we trust people every day. You might trust your spouse, you might trust your friends, you might trust your teacher, you might trust your family members. There are people that we trust every day. And sometimes thinking about these things helps us to think about how it is that we are trusting in Jesus. Are we having faith in Jesus? Every one of us in here has some kind of faith story. Whether that's that you've chosen to have faith or not, we all have some kind of faith story. For me, I started believing in Jesus. I decided that Jesus was my friend when I was a child. I don't know exactly when that was, but I do remember that when I was in year three, I knew for a fact that Jesus was my friend. And along the way, I've discovered Jesus to be even more than my friend. He's my friend, he's my provider, he's been my healer, he's been so much to me and for me. And I wonder in this room today what some of your faith stories are of what it is or who it is that Jesus has been to you. We make this decision at some point along the way whether we want to have faith in Jesus or not, whether we want to trust in Jesus or not. And then throughout the journey of our life, we are faced with challenges, we are faced with all these different life choices and situations, and our faith can actually increase or decrease as we journey along. For me recently, I've had this really big challenge in my faith and I've been really convicted about the fact that Jesus is my provider. As many of you would have heard over these last few months, my husband Tolo and I have been trying to buy a house. Now, we've been on this journey since January, so many of you would have heard something along the way about this journey. And we've been really struggling with the fact that it's taken so, so, so long to have this whole process go about. Now, I won't bore you with all the details because between January and October, a lot has happened with the house move. So there's many stories I'm sure to share along the way. But in January, we found a buyer for the house and we only just sold it three weeks ago. Okay, so it's been a long journey and we actually just moved all of our stuff in yesterday (laughs) into the new house. So it's been a long journey to get to where we are now. And along the way, I've prayed the same prayer over and over again. And I got to the point a few weeks ago where I thought, if God was a God that got bored of me praying the same prayer, he would have got bored a long time ago. Good. I've been praying the same thing. And I keep praying that God is going to provide me with this house, that God is going to provide the house before the baby comes and that we can get in and it's going to be our family home. And I was praying the same thing over and over again. And it got to the point three weeks ago where if the house sale hadn't gone through, we would have lost the buyer and then we would have actually lost the house that we were also trying to buy. So it got to this moment which was very, very tense for us. And have you ever had those times when you're trying to focus on 
anything at work or at home, and all you can do is think about this one thing that's in your head. <laughs> and that is always happening to me with the house. It's all I could think about, it's all I could talk about, it's all I seem to be able to pray about for a little while. And it got to this moment where I was like, okay, Jesus, if this doesn't happen, literally by today, um, and I don't get this email from the solicitor, then it's not happening. And I, was, I had like an hour and a half or two hours and a half left, and I didn't have much faith left, but I had this one bit of faith that was left, and I literally said to Jesus, right, I've prayed the same thing over and over again, and it's got to crunch time, and I'm now praying it again, and please don't be bored of me praying this, but God, please just come through and provide for us in the way that I know you can. And I was really challenged in my faith because I thought, okay, how much faith do I have to believe in this, in these next couple of hours that this can happen? And I had this little bit of faith that I was holding on to. And I was like, Jesus, I don't know what else to pray. And then I thought of the Lord's Prayer, Matthew chapter 6, verse 9, where it says, Our Father in heaven, holy is your name. And I remember thinking, I've got faith to believe that God is my Father in heaven. I've got faith to believe that God is holy. The next line says, your kingdom come, your will be done. And I thought, okay, I've got faith for that bit. <laughs> I've got faith that God's will is going to be done. The next part says, on earth as it is in heaven, give us today our daily bread. And I thought, okay, I've got faith for that. I've got faith that God is going to be my provider for what it is that I need today. And I thought, if I could just have this bit of faith for one line at a time, <laughs> then we'll be all right. And sometimes I think that's what we need to do is really break down how it is that we feel in our hearts and what is it that we have got faith for. I needed one of those only God moments. And then I saw this miraculous breakthrough as God showed himself to be our provider. And actually, when I had faith for something that God did, it increased my faith even more to believe in the next thing for what it is that God might want to do next. So what is this faith stuff all about? Well, Hebrews 11 verse 1 says, Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. And that's exactly what it is that we are speaking about today, being sure of who Jesus is, being certain in what we cannot see. One of our core values, actually, as a church, is being full of faith. And that's where it brings me to our rope. Now, today, as we think about faith, this is the picture that I want you to have in your mind. Today, we're looking at our rope scale, for lack of a better term. Now, over here, we've got... <laughs> feeling full of faith, feeling full up. Maybe God's just broken through for you in something you were believing for, and you're just like, yeah, I can, I can conquer the world. With Jesus on my side, I am full of faith. And then over here, we've got this feeling of feeling a bit empty and not really full of faith. In fact, the opposite of feeling full of faith. Maybe you've never felt full of faith before. Maybe you've never had faith in God before. Or maybe at some point you were feeling really full up of faith, but then something bad happened or a storm hit or a crisis occurred, and then you kind of felt a bit less full of faith. How is it that you're feeling today? As you look at this rope scale, where would you place yourself 
There are people all throughout the Bible that had faith. There was Noah. He had never seen a flood before, but yet he built an ark because God told him to. Then you've got Abraham who listened to God and he traveled to a new land, even though he did not know where he was going. Then you've got Sarah, who God told was going to have a child, and she actually believed him, and then she ended up having a child. And there's so many other stories that you can read about in Hebrews chapter 11, where you can see that people had faith through their actions. Faith is something that we feel on the inside, that we outwork on the outside. So as we think about faith today, let's have a think about what is going on on the inside, and where our faith is on the inside, but also how we are showing it on the outside. Are we showing that we are full of faith, or are we not really showing at the moment how full of faith we are? Where is your faith? Today we're going to be looking at a story of Jesus and the disciples. Now there was one day where Jesus invited his disciples on a boat trip. And many of you might have heard this story before. You can find it in Luke chapter 8, verse 22 to 25. It says, One day Jesus said to his disciples, Let's go over to the other side of the lake. So they got into a boat and set out. As they sailed, he fell asleep. A squall came down on the lake so that the boat was being swamped and they were in great danger. The disciples went and woke him saying, Master, Master, we're going to drown. (laughs) He got up and rebuked the wind and the raging waters. The storm subsided. Where is your faith, he asked his disciples. In fear and amazement, they asked one another, who is this? He commands even the winds and the water and they obey him. As we think about these different people in the Bible who had loads of faith, you might have even thought about the disciples because the disciples saw Jesus every day. Every day they witnessed his miraculous power at work, and yet when it came to them being in a storm, they were fearful and afraid. Jesus invites us to come onto the boat with him, and as we think about our faith today, This is what I want us to think about, is that Jesus has invited you onto his boat, that Jesus has invited you onto a journey with him. Maybe you've already accepted the invitation, or maybe you haven't. Maybe today Jesus is saying to you, come and get on the boat. It says, one day Jesus says to his disciples, let's go over to the other side of the lake. So they got into the boat and set out. Have you started setting out on your journey with Jesus yet? Because that is what he is calling us to do. And if you're already on the boat with Jesus, are you helping to invite others onto the boat with you? When there's an event at church or there's another event that's going on and you think, oh, I could really have a conversation with somebody and invite them to this event or I could really have a conversation with somebody and tell them about Jesus, do you take up the opportunity? Do you invite people onto the boat with Jesus? So first of all, Jesus invites us and then secondly, Jesus stays Jesus doesn't just say, come and get on the boat with me. Oh, okay, actually, yeah, you just go over to the other side of the lake. Okay, bye. 
bye. <laughs> he doesn't do that. He invites us onto the boat and then he stays. It says, as they sailed, he fell asleep. A squall came down on the lake so that the boat was being swamped and they were in great danger. The disciples went and woke him saying, Master, Master, we're going to drown. He got up and rebuked the wind and the raging waters. The storm subsided and all was calm. Where do you run to when the crisis hits? Because Jesus has invited us onto the boat and then he is staying on the boat with us. And even though the disciples had seen these amazing things that Jesus had done, when it came to the storm, they still got scared, but they knew where to go. They knew to go to Jesus for help. I wonder if you're in a crisis today or you found out some difficult news or you're in a hard situation, do you know where to go? Do you know that Jesus is right there with you on the boat and that you can go to him for help? As we think about our rope scale today, if we're really full of faith, or really if we're anywhere past not having any faith, then we should know where to go. We should know that we can go to Jesus for help. And you know, during our lives, sometimes we kind of move up and down the scale. Maybe even yesterday you were somewhere different on the scale to where you are today. Maybe this time last year you were somewhere different on the scale to where you are today. Where are you on our rope scale of faith? Are you feeling full of faith today or do you need a bit of a top up? Let's be reminded that Jesus invites us onto the boat and then Jesus stays. And if Jesus is staying with us, then we should always have faith for something more. We should always have faith for the next thing that it is that Jesus is going to do. He doesn't just help us once and then say, okay, that's it, you've got some faith now, toodaloo. He stays with us and then he listens to us, he speaks with us. Where is our faith today and how are we doing with growing our faith are we always worried about the worst case scenario like the disciples were that they were going to die I mean I do have compassion obviously because if I was in a boat and it was overflowing with water I'd probably be a bit nervous as well but Jesus is saying even in your fear know that he is with you on the boat he stays with you on the boat and thirdly, today, we need to be reminded that Jesus challenges. He challenges our fear. While he's with us on the boat, he asks us a question. I believe the same question that he asked the disciples in this story. He says, where is your faith? In fear and amazement, the disciples were asking one another, who is this? He commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him. Today, I believe that Jesus is asking us the question, where is your faith? Obviously, Jesus didn't pull a rope out and then get them to measure their faith. But just to help us to think about this today, where is your faith? Not just to answer me, but actually if Jesus was asking you the question right now, face to face, where is your faith? What is your honest calculation of where it is today. And this should be a bit convicting, it should be a bit challenging, and that's okay. But if you're not happy with where you are on the scale, 
How is it that we can move ourselves forward in our faith? How is it that we can have more faith? How can I have faith? Well, my first thought about this story is that we can have faith through our time. There are so many ways that we can spend time with Jesus. We can pray, we can read his word, we can actually take a moment to spend with him. When I was in sixth form, I felt really challenged about the time that I was giving to God. And so I thought, well, in the Bible, it talks about this idea of tithing, right? And giving 10% of your money to God. So I questioned, well, what would that look like for me to give 10% of my time to God? And I worked that all out and I did a little bit of maths. And then I thought, okay, well, if I'm serving Jesus on this day and I'll read my Bible on all these days for this amount of time and I'll pray. And it doesn't have to be that calculated. But for me, that really helped just to break it down. And I actually started writing down with my time with Jesus. This is what I'm doing with Jesus each day. And that helped me to really take a review and an honest assessment of where is my faith? How is it that I'm showing my faith through my time? How am I showing God? And how am I showing people around me that I actually have faith? Maybe we can show that we've got faith for our time by serving. Maybe there's different ways that we can serve Jesus, whether that's in church or outside of church. How is it that we can spend our time showing our faith through serving? Or maybe you can show your faith through your time in resting. Take some time to rest. Sometimes you can be busy, busy, busy getting on with things and actually forget about what life is really all about. Where is our faith? Secondly, we can show our faith through our talents. Romans chapter 12, verse 6 to 8 says that we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it's to encourage, then give encouragement. If it's giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. And if it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. When you think about what your talents are, you might think about how you spend your time at work or when people see you on you know, face value on a Sunday, what would they say your talents are? But actually, some of our talents, we're not outworking all of the time. Some of our talents are actually hidden in our heart, and God is waiting for us to show them. I'm sure all of us have some of these talents that are just waiting to come out, that God is waiting for us to use for him. And perhaps today your challenge can be to show your faith through your treasure. I think for me, years and years ago, I decided I was gonna try and honor God through my treasure. And this is maybe one of the more hidden things that we do. Maybe this is one of the more hidden ways that we show our faith. But I think it still is a great reminder to us about our faith in Jesus and the fact that we are trusting him with our finances enough to steward them well and to be generous to those around us. What is it that you can do to have faith. Maybe you can ask yourself the question today of how can I have faith? Let's remember that Jesus invites us onto the boat, onto the journey with him. Let's remember that Jesus stays on the boat with us. He doesn't just leave us on the boat to get on with it, but he's right there waiting for us to go and trust in him. And let's also remember that Jesus 
challenges. And just like he asked the disciples, where's your faith? He asks us today, where is our faith? As you look at the rope scale, where is your faith? And where do you want it to be? I'd love to pray with us, church, if you're able to stand up and join us. I'll pray with you now. And if you're here today, whether it's in person or in the overflow, online, and you would love to get into the boat with Jesus and to start your journey with him, then I want to pray for you in a moment. Or if you've had faith before, but you are feeling a little bit empty at the moment, and as you look at the rope scowl, you're feeling a bit convicted that you're not as far in your faith as you want to be, or you're not feeling as close to Jesus as you want to feel, then I want to pray with you today. So why don't we close our eyes and just for a moment speak with Jesus. Let him challenge your heart. Let him challenge your mindset today. Where is your faith? And if you've got faith, how can we have more faith How can we have more faith in our heart and how can we show our faith more with our actions? So if that's you today and you just want to receive life from Jesus, if you want to start your faith journey and you want to jump into the boat with Jesus, then why don't you just put your hands out in front of you like you're just ready to receive that from Jesus today. Jesus, we want to thank you so much that you love us completely, that you love us enough to invite us onto the boat with you. And we're sorry for the times where maybe we haven't jumped into the boat with you before or where we've forgotten that you've even invited us into the boat in the first place. And Jesus, for everyone in here today, just with their arms wide open, ready to start their journey with you and receive from you, we pray that you are going to rise up faith inside of them to believe in you like they've never believed in you before, to start their journey with you like they never have before. And Jesus, for anybody that's feeling just a bit empty in their faith today, that needs a top up of faith, that's in a different place on the faith rope scale than what they want to be. Jesus, I pray that they're going to feel in their hearts today faith rising inside of them because we know you've given us faith to believe in you. We know you've set eternity in our heart. We have a desire to get to know you more and more. But Jesus, sometimes we just need this little reminder that you've stayed in the boat with us, that no matter what has happened in our life, that you've always been there for us, You've always been accessible to us. And Jesus, we pray that today we're going to be reminded of your closeness beside us. Jesus, we pray that any time when we just need a bit of a convicting moment, that you're going to remind us of the rope scale, that you're going to remind us of this question that we read about in Luke with the story of the disciples that should have been so full of faith. But they needed to be asked the question of where is your faith. We know you pose that question to us today and we pray that you're going to challenge our hearts with this. Help us, Lord Jesus, to have an honest conviction in our heart about where it is that our faith is and help us every day to actually outwork our faith in our everyday lives through our time, through our talent and through our treasure. Please convict us today, we pray in Jesus' name. 
Amen. Amen. That's all from us here on our LRC podcast. If there's anything else you would like some more clarification on, or you would like to take the next steps in your journey, then why not head over to our next steps page at londonriversidechurch.com forward slash next steps. That's all from us here today, and we hope you have an amazing week.